A lot can happen in three years, like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage that lasts nearly three years in some states. Learn more at UH1.com. The TalkSport Daily Podcast is proud to be in partnership with Enterprise Rent-A-Car. Whether your business needs cars, vans, or larger commercial vehicles, you can rent from the best lineup in the UK with Enterprise. And with flexible long-term rental, you can get vehicles for as long as you need them, from minutes to months. Whatever the mission, Enterprise's mobility experts can build a bespoke solution to suit your business needs. Visit enterprise.co.uk forward slash business to find out more. This is TalkSport Daily. Hello and welcome to another edition, podcast, call it what you like, of the Talk Sport Daily with me, Andy Goldstein, the star of Andy Goldstein's Sports Bar, Monday to Thursday from 10pm and also the Trans Europe Express, Sunday nights from 9pm. Anyway, enough about me, we've got a wonderful podcast coming up and it begins with the brilliant Laura Woods. Here she is discussing the constant trolling she gets on social media sites and how it affects her not um, huge waves of, of negativity. I think I'm lucky in that sense, but there, there isn't a day that goes past that I won't get a comment about the way I look, the fact I'm a female, the fact I work in sport, don't know what I'm talking about, get back in the kitchen. If you understood how bad I was at cooking, really? you wouldn't send me back there at all. But the point is, it, it, I always think it's really... Well, you're younger than us. How does it affect you? Unfortunately, I when, bet- I, when I first started on Twitter, Ali, that sort of thing really affected When I first started in TV in front of the screens, that sort of thing really affected me. And it, and it, and it does, because it cuts you deep. Because, all it, look, I'm a, I'm a sensitive person. I'm an emotional person. Yeah. If somebody turns around and says, oh, you look like this, or you're crap at this, or whatever, it does affect you, and it's difficult for it not to. But the don't, unfortunate don't re- thing... Don't read it, then. Don't no, participate. No, it's not that simple. It's not that simple, because the unfortunate thing is, as you get used to it, your skin gets a little bit thicker. Mm-hmm. You grow a new a new level of protection, which I think is quite sad because it, it hardens you ultimately. And yeah. what it does as well is it makes you not want to interact with people on Twitter. Twitter is one of the best things out there for sport, I think. Whenever you, whenever you watch a game or whenever you want to react to something, the first thing I do is go on Twitter. And actually, football Twitter is hilarious. Like, it is so yeah. funny. And you want to be part of that conversation, don't you? I get that. You? I get that totally. And you shouldn't have to feel excluded from that conversation because there are people out there, mm. anonymous people, who just want to abuse you for the sake of it. On now to Jamie O'Hara, who was on Drive. And here's his top five players he played against. It's a great idea for uh, an item on the show. Don't know where he got that from. <laughs> Stolen from the school spot. <laughs> Number five. You'll be surprised, Jack Wilshere. Now, the reason I say it, it when he first come on the scene, right. he was absolutely brilliant. And I was playing for Tottenham. I was, you know, quite established. He burst on the scene, played against him and thought, you know, I'm not going to let him, you know, run me around. Couldn't get near him. Couldn't get near him. And... He was one. I walked off the pitch and was like, wow, that, he's a player. Injuries have cost him. But fantastic, brilliant, brilliant player. That's number five, Jack Wilshire. Number four. Another one, Cesc Fabregas. Reason being, made my debut at the Emirates uh, against Cesc Fabregas. And uh, obviously he was a fantastic player, you know, done everything in the game. I thought to myself, I've got to get near him. Got to get near him. Didn't get near him. <laughs> number three. You'll be surprised that this is not the number one. Ronaldo. Nope. Now, 
The reason being, I played him against, uh, obviously, Man United at Old Trafford. I played left-back. Uh, I remember one day Ramos threw me in. We had an injury. He went, I'm going to play your left-back. Done some stuff and uh, obviously didn't think about it. Got on the coach. Robbie Keane said to me, you know, you're playing against Ronaldo. He's playing right wing. And I was like, oh, yeah. And he went, yeah, good luck with that. <laughs> <laughs> and I, I'll tell you what, done all right for 60 minutes. Not so good for the last, last half hour. <laughs> I played really well. We scored two goals. So for me, that was a good game. Did you play left back again? No. <laughs> <laughs> okay, Ronaldo at number three. Number two. Paul Scholes. What a player. Had every pass in the book. I remember playing against him, obviously Man United. Um, well, I was at Wolves. Uh, he, he had 100 passes in the game, 100% completion rate. What? And he was, and he wasn't hitting simple passes. He was hitting every pass in the textbook. He was unbelievable. Couldn't get near him. Aggressive. Had everything. Ronaldo at three. Skulls at two. Who on earth is top? Number one. Steven Gerrard. An apps. He had everything. And I mean, not wasn't good at one thing. He was good at everything. I remember playing against him against Liverpool when they had, you know, Mascarano, Alonso, Torres. Played against him White Hart Lane. First game against Liverpool. I thought, got to smash Gerrard. Got to go. Got to steam into him. That's the only way I'm going to get him to know I'm there. I remember him. He must have saw me a week before because he saw me coming, played a one-two round me, hit one 70 yards. I was all, all right. Next one, tried to steam into him, nutmeg me, hit another one 70 yards. Gave me the runaround like I've never known in my whole life. I was nowhere near him. For 45 minutes, I got dragged at halftime. <laughs> uh, that top five then, Wilshire at five, Fabregas at four, Ronaldo at three, Skulls at two. The number one was Steven Gerrard. The top five players, Jamie O'Hara has gone head to head with. I'm Paul Hawksby and this is TalkSport Daily. On to the Jim White Show. Jim's always joined by wonderful guests and uh, today was no exception. Debbie Jevons, the interim EFL chief, was talking about Berry, a club which hopefully will be saved from going out of business. Debbie Jevons, good afternoon. Uh, Berry in absolute meltdown. How has it got to this? I think, well, it's, it's got to this over, over the past months, hasn't it? It's, it's not a situation that's just happened. The team got promoted when its players weren't being played. We're well aware of that. It was a sterling effort, effort by those. But since I've been sitting here, we have worked and worked with the club and worked with the new owner to try and get the club in a stable position. It got to the point where the board, having bent over backwards to work with him, had to, um, you know, had to respond to the fact that there was a CBA. And then we, after that, we then responded by not immediately withdrawing, issuing the withdrawal of the, of the membership. But sadly, we got to the point where we didn't get the information required, so we had to lift that suspension. The clock started ticking, and we are where we are. But please don't think for one minute that we are not in regular contact with Mr. Dale and yeah. trying to get to the point where we can move things on. But Debbie, this is the same Steve Dale who said to us last week, why is the EFL behaving in the way it's behaving? Why aren't they being more helpful instead of hitting Barry over the head with a stick? I, well, I, I would, would like to understand what he means by that. I think what we have done is very, very simple. We have worked with him and asked for specific things to ensure that this club can operate 
the next 12 months because we have a duty of care to 23 other clubs in that division, a duty of care to 72 clubs in the league, which includes them. And we've laid that down in very, very simple terms. We're consistent with all clubs as what those financial requirements are. And that is just that they can run the club, pay the players, pay the staff, and in his case, also pay the, pay the creditors that are forthcoming from the CVA. We have done everything we can to lay that in simple terms and, and work with him. Nobody is hitting anybody over the heads with any stick. It is within his gift to sort this situation out. So where are we at then this lunchtime, Thursday lunchtime? They've got until late tomorrow night to, to, to stay in existence, Debbie. Has Dale shown that financially he has a wherewithal to keep the club going or is it over? Or do you have a buyer? Well, I mean, he hasn't shown the, the, the financial information we need because if he has, we, we wouldn't be where we are now. We have been approached by entities, people that say they have an interest in purchasing the club. We have then, because it is Mr. Dale's club, asked him whether we can share financial information with them. Um, he has given that permission. That's been done. We have then put him in touch with, with the people who so we are doing what we can when there are when we believe there are credible people out there but ultimately as i keep saying it is up to him to do that but we are doing what we can to ensure that any uh, communication we receive that the with his permission the financial information is made available and we're putting a in touch with b and we will do that and continue to do that um right up until the deadline so, uh, what, what I mean, Dale, it seems to me, has gone to ground virtually. But it, are you saying to me, Debbie, there is still a chance of a late sale? It could still happen. But that, there's always the chance, isn't there? There is always the chance if he wishes to, if he wishes to progress it, because um, you know people have come forward that there's always a chance until that deadline is passed, and we will do all we can in the interim. But. We are, we are not being inconsistent with, with, with Steve Dale. And, of course, we want this club to survive. And, of course, I'm cognizant of the mm. impact this has on the community and the fans. We're, you know, we're not blind to that. But Steve Dale's got to facilitate a sale because that's the only way, presumably, the club's going to survive. Well, he owns the club. Yes, exactly. What's your gut instinct this lunchtime, Debbie? I mean, you're interim chair of the EFL. The pressure's on. Berry fans listening to you and I in huge numbers this lunchtime on Talk Sport. Is the club going to survive? I want it to. I don't know. I will do everything I can, but a deadline is a deadline. A lot can happen in three years, like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage that lasts nearly three years in some states. Learn more at UH1.com. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, Right. For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. This episode of the TalkSport Daily is brought to you by Enterprise Rent-A-Car. Planning to hire or share a car or van? Enterprise is there every step of the way. Whenever and wherever you need a vehicle and whatever it's for, Enterprise can help. 
With over 450 locations across the UK, they're just around the corner. Whether you need a weekend rental, a holiday hire, a replacement car, or you're planning a business trip, home or away, Enterprise are there to help. To find out more and book, visit enterprise.co.uk. We cross over now to Talk Sport 2 and we can hear from Steve Harmison. He was in the studios for the Ashes Review talking Geoffrey Archer. Huh? Oh, okay. Joffre. Can you handle the mental side of playing test cricket? And what I mean by that is you've played first class cricket, Red Bull, Red Bull first class cricket, stamina not an issue uh, because of the amount of the amount of first class cricket you've played to get picked in the England team. Um, and but it's your temperament. It's your temperament and whether you can handle the mental side of the game because you've been picked on taking wickets in first class play in front of one man and his dog at you know Durham or Hartlepool or in my case or Scarborough and York and Henley and Hoggy's case, Colwyn Burr, Simon's case, along with Cardiff, you then have to be tested at the big stage. Mm-hmm. The pro the thing that Archer's had is all his cricket's been at the big stage. Never been an issue with his temperament. He's played a big bash. He's been over to Tasmania and played in a, in the IP in the big in the big bash. He's been across the Indian Premier League playing at Rajasthan and, and various other places. World Cup semi final, World Cup final. He's used to the big stage. That was never a problem. The thing that he has got got to ask uh, answer questions of was his stamina. Could he bowl his first ball like he bowled his thirtieth over like he did in his first sort of spell? And actually at Lords last week he answered that because he bowled fantastically well. He bowled really quick, very, very aggressive in his twenty-sixth, twenty-seventh over. He bowled forty-four overs in that in that test match. He's come here, England bowled first, and he speeds up. It's not it's uh, people on social media saying he speeds down a bit. I don't think it is. I just think it's the actual cold air of Henley that makes it not going going through as much. But actually I think he's he's been magnificent so far this summer. Joffre Archer's put pressure on himself. He's not got pressure from the outside. He's put pressure from himself because of how well he's performed in international cricket and big bash cricket and IPL cricket leading into being selected for England playing test matches. I have never known a debut or somebody to make a debut to go in and be uh, so influential on a team than what Joffre Archer is on this England cricket team. And I can think of, you know, you, if you think the world's greats, the world's greats that's ever played the game, you know, Ponton started at five. He went down to six, went up to three. Warren went for 100 in his first test match against India and had a bit of a baptism when he came in. Lara was the same, down at five, six before he went up. This kid walks in, takes the new ball. You know, he's got to take the new ball. He hits the ground running, fit and firing. And after two, after one test match, the England captain's telling everybody in the world that this kid is going to win the Ashes for England. Now, I have not, I've not known a debutant like that. I've not known a world cricketer that's played anywhere in the world in the last 20, 30, 40 years who has had this impact when he first goes into a team. Steve Harmison talking Jofra, and we can hear now from Mr Archer himself. From the moment I put this, uh, this badge on, it's been the best, happiest days of cricket so far and hopefully we have a lot more to, to go. So what do you make of the match situation? All out 179 must put you in a pretty good position. We've seen what we've done today and they've got some good bowlers as well so we have to bat really really well tomorrow so it's not a repeat of the first innings. You and Stuart Broad seem to bowl very well together. Are you enjoying bowling as a partnership if you like? 
Yeah, yeah we, um, we fight each other for the left-handers, really, because um, both of us take the ball away from the left-handers. So I won't say it's a bit easier, but I think we had a bit more success against lefties. And does he spur you on? Yeah, um, he does, you know, and he asks me, oh, do you need a little bit of ramping up before you spell? And some, more often than not, I'm okay. But sometimes when you're just flat, you, you, you need it. You just need it sometimes. Alan Brazil here. You're listening to TalkSport Daily. On to kickoff now, and Hugh Wozencroft wasn't going to be a guest like he had on tonight's show as the wonderful Andy Cole was alongside him. Oh, absolute superstar. Andy, if you were on the pitch and someone in the Manchester United team had scored a penalty last week, would you expect them to take it the next week? Uh, yeah, I, I would. I'm going to be honest, I, I would. Um, there's always a, a penalty taker. The manager asks his designated penalty taker, put your hand up, the manager turned around and said, right, you're going to take the penalties. Now, whatever um, Marcus and Paul had, you know, they had, um, if he believed that Paul was confident enough to take the penalty, he took the penalty. And Should he have given it away? Should he have given it away? We're sitting there now, it's... We're none the wise, are we? Really, you know, he's, he's taking a penalty because he's believed that he's confident enough to take the penalty. I, I, I didn't see Marcus kick up a stink about it, so Marcus was comfortable enough to give him the penalty. You know, we, we, we're talking about uh, Paul missing the penalty when the goalkeeper makes a very, very good save. You know, and then I mean, I, I get on well with Gary Neville when people start talking about treachery and all that. Come on, man, this is a sport. <laughs> Come on, man, let's let's get real. Uh, we, we're playing football we, we love football we love football and I, I love football but when we start talking on those levels I'm, he left me scratching my head a little bit because mm. he didn't do it on purpose you know you listen to them debate and debate about it there was a goalkeeper made a very good save absolutely you know yeah Marcus scored the week before against uh, Chelsea and fair enough Paul might might not have been well Paul shouldn't have taken a penalty if that's the way they felt but if Marcus was comfortable and Paul was comfortable we have to get on with it and just move on there are a lot of your former teammates in the media who've had plenty of things to say about Paul Pogba over the past few years. Do you think too much is said about him? Yeah, because football's a team game. It is a team game. Uh, and yeah, a lot's expected of him. You know, because he's been brought for a lot of money. And I mean, when he plays well, he proves just how good a player he is. But even good players have a bad game. And I think sometimes when you have that bad game, you know, you're expecting your teammates to step up for you. And, you know, if you have that bad game, just pull a little something out of the bag for you as well you know so I, I think I'd, he takes a lot of flack I think sometimes the flack that he takes is a little bit too much a little bit too much but you know that's just football and we finished the TalkSport Daily Podcast with what a lot of people say is the best part of it in fact quite a lot of you tweet me daily saying get rid of the other stuff just leave yours in not to do with me I can't make those decisions but keep those texts coming in anyway here are some calls from the Sports Bar, some bonkers, some even more bonkers. If Van Dyke signed for Barcelona next season, where would your allegiance lie? With Barca or Liverpool? Well, he wouldn't, he wouldn't go to Barcelona, would he? No, but if he did. We beat Barcelona. No, but if he but did. I'd be, I'd be cheering him on, yeah, if he scored. If he, def- if he scored, I'd be cheering so, Hold on, hold on. He scored. So Van Dyke scores the winner for Barcelona against Liverpool. You're cheering. 100% mate, yeah. 100%. Brian. He's done his time. He's done his worth. He's worth his Brian. Brian. I'm speechless. Brian, how can you... 
entered a, a, some Jason's sort of parallel lost, universe. Jason's lost for words. Brian, you've supported your club all your life. Van Dijk is there. As good as he has been, he's only been there 18 months. Okay? You're yeah, the, but, you're, but look at what he's done in them 18 yeah, months, Jay. Yeah, yeah, European champions. He's part, of, but he, but he's part of a team that, that, made, that made Liverpool European champions, okay? You can't sit there with a straight face and tell me. Well, he's just told you that. No, I don't believe him. I do he's not, not believe... not lying. You're not lying, no. are you, Brian? Jason, I'm not going to ring you up and, you know, spend all my money on a blower for you to tell me I'm a liar, like. I'm not lying. I'm telling you facts, mate. He's the best player in the world at this minute. I would support him wherever he's gone. And if he did score against us, then, yeah, I would cheer for well, him. Well, yeah. you're absolutely... Again, you're a disgrace, Brian. You are. Jason, you're, you're no, I'm a sorry. disgrace, mate. You're a disgrace. Well, you're a Liverpool fan... And Van Dyke scores against your club with another thing. You'd cheer Van Dyke, even though it meant that Liverpool would suffer. Yeah, I would, I would cheer Van Dyke. What, what part of that? What part of that is normal? What part of this, Brian? It's like, it's like you're expecting me to, 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 to agree or, or understand, Brian. Jason, help me. Jason, I'm not bothered about your opinion. No, but help me out, Brian. I'm, saying, I'm helping you out, Jason. I'm telling you now, if Van Dyke scores, whatever it be, tapping, Cheering. What, even if he signed for Manchester United? Well, if he signed for that, mate, I don't think I could be much, around much longer. Like, that's, he wouldn't do that. Though, no, but if he, he did, if he did, head, if United put 400 million down, they bought him. Well, that's just silly, that is. But no, but if they did, Brian, <laughs> well, 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 that's, well, that's well. taking it too far. <laughs> oh, okay, I better stop that's... now. <laughs> That's it for another TalkSport Daily podcast. Just time to tell you about game day, which, of course, is Saturday. Game day. (coughs) Difficult to do. And we've got three fantastic games and live commentary. Hold on, is it? No, we've got two great games and one. Eh, it's okay. Half past 12 on Saturday. It's Norwich against Chelsea, obviously, in the Premier League. That's followed by a game at 3 p.m. on TalkSport 2. Sheffield United against Leicester. And then we're back to talk sport as Liverpool take on Arsenal. That's live, of course, from half past five. Come on, the Gooners. So that's it. Thank you, as always, for taking the time to download the TalkSport Daily Podcast. Uh, a reminder that you can listen to Sports Bar Monday to Thursday from 10pm. And, of course, the Trans Europe Express on Sunday night from 9pm. And remember to press subscribe. So every morning, apart from Saturday and Sunday because there isn't a podcast, then when you wake up, this will be in your inbox free. And you can listen to it every day if you want. I mean, it's pointless because you'll hear the same thing over and over again. That's why it's daily. There's a big clue in the top. Anyway, thanks for listening. Thanks for downloading. Spread the word. Tell your friends, especially about my show. That was a podcast from TalkSport. The TalkSport Daily Podcast is proud to be in partnership with Enterprise Rent-A-Car. Whatever your mission, home or away, don't delay. Enterprise has the vehicle for the job. Rent from the best lineup in the UK. With over 450 branches, Enterprise has what your business needs. From compact three-door cars to spacious SUVs and people carriers to vans, they offer a large range of reliable vehicles perfect for the job. To find out more and book, visit enterprise.co.uk.